BDR's Prime Resources Podcast is dedicated to providing you with the knowledge you need to help your business achieve prime results, with prime being the most flourishing stage or state. Let's do this. Welcome to the Prime Resources Podcast. I'm Matt MacArthur, BDR's Director of Training. Today, our topic is how to clear out your head trash. Joining us today is John Michael, BDR lead head coach and trainer. John, welcome back to the podcast. Matt, thank you very much. Thanks for having me back again for a, a fun topic. Always appreciate doing this with you. Yes, so so glad to have you back and an interesting topic. Let's just get into it. What is head trash? What are we talking about today? Well, head trash is a term that we've used in the companies I've worked in for quite a while. But it was fun to do a little bit of research on it. But the definition is head trash is the accumulated pattern of thought and behavior that prevent us from being awesome. You know, head trash, it's its a negative voice uh, that is in our heads that, that only we hear, you know. But it affects everything that you say and do and affects people around you also. It's kind of a pattern of self-defeating feelings and thoughts that, that can lead you into trouble and you got you to gotta really battle against it sometimes. So, so yeah, it's our thoughts, it's our feelings, it's our emotions and assumptions we make about them. As we go about our day, we have to be aware of these thoughts that we have going on in, inside our head, our head trash, because if we don't, you know, they can lead us in a path that could, you know, not be where we want to go. So if we're working through those thoughts, we could be happier, we could be healthier, we could be wealthier. And we could create more time to have more fun and develop better relationships, both at home and at work. Okay. Well, before we go too much farther, John, I think I want to give a little bit of background on how we ended up deciding we needed to uh, record an episode on this topic. I was out with you. You were training a class, leading a training class, and I was there attending. And I heard you talk about this term, head trash. And it really resonated with me and the folks in the audience because we were, you know, some of our training in that particular class was challenging existing patterns of thought on what was possible to do in a business, what you could achieve. And you put that with your term head trash, which we're really going to break down and dive into. That was a way of really connecting with the group there of like, we don't have to be limited by these thoughts that we've had in the past of what what's possible. And so when I heard that and I saw people's reaction to it, I immediately knew, okay, as soon as we're done here today, I'm going to talk to John. We got to record this podcast episode because I think this can really help people. So mm-hmm. I'm glad we're doing this. And I love the definition, these thoughts that prevent us from being awesome, <laughs> being mm-hmm. at our best. Okay. So my next question for you, where does that head trash come from? You know, it comes from our previous experiences, right? You know, I think in the class, Matt, we were talking about, you know, a technician that didn't want to suggest accessories to a homeowner. And as we pushed into that um, with the technician, his previous experience, it was because of how the homeowner dealt with that with him. As we drilled down into it, that was not a good experience for the technician. So, you know, we talked through that, you know, no matter what we do in life, there's going to be negative people out there, maybe five or 10%. So we have to work through that as technicians. 
So it comes from our experiences and it comes from uh, our life experiences. You know, many people have had head trash regarding money. Your, your beliefs about money will play into how you may present things to clients sometimes. The clients also may have some, some head trash or some experiences around prior installs that shape their belief about the install process. So, you know, our job is to understand those beliefs and help keep the customer on the same page. So it comes from our, um, you know, our experiences with clients, peers, employees, friends, et cetera. And it, it really affects how we look at things sometimes. It affects our beliefs and affects how we, how we do things. Yeah. And, and we all have that, you know, we all have had bad experiences or, or experiences that have shaped us and our, our beliefs and how we're approaching life at this moment. And it was a great thing you were doing when we were having that discussion in the class about the technician and accessories. And you did this in a, in a way that was really polite, but still challenging. When we got down to it, the question you asked was, well, is, is that real or is that your head trash that, that is making you answer that way? I like that phrase, you know, and I, I do that in my personal life. Am I, is that something I'm perceiving or is that something from my background? Is, is that real? That's what we did with the tech. I'm not going to offer accessories because the homeowner, that was a negative situation. So is that, is that the way to do it with all homeowners? No, that's head trash because, you know, we're limiting our abilities because of what's going on in our head to help our client. We've talked about all these great accessories we have that can provide better indoor air quality, that can get rid of CO, that can improve the quality of the water in the home, et cetera. So we need to do that. So there's examples all around in our businesses and our personal lives that we see, you know, in selling. Head trash can show up in many places, right? For example, you see some people that go out and they, they never ask for the sale on the first visit. That's their head trash. While others, you know, they kind of expect the sale on the first visit. Other pieces of head trash. I don't finance in my personal life, right? Mm -hmm. So my customers really don't want financing. That's your head trash. That's not letting the customer make the right decision, possibly. You'll hear service text, right? I can service that. So why are we charging so much for that? Or maybe thinking everybody can do it because you've done it for so long. That's too much or too, too little for what I do. Why, why offer maintenance? I don't do maintenance on my own system. So, so why should clients? Possible examples of head trash in our industry, right? I'm a plumber. I don't educate and inform and offer accessories. Well, that's not the right thing for the customer. That's what we need to do is in our jobs. Some other examples of head trash that um, have existed in our industry, you know, going into the trades is not as good a job as I would get from going to college. To me, that's head trash. Big time. There's as much, there's as much opportunity in the trades as there is anywhere else. So to me, that's head trash in our society. So there's a lot of examples you see as you go through the day and you really start to think about it. It can become a pretty cool rallying rallying cry for a manager. Hey, is that true or is that head trash? Yeah, I think it, it raises the awareness of our thinking and our, our beliefs and, and whether we're truly thinking about the best thing for the customer, as you mentioned, or the company, rather than things that have happened to us in the past. And 
couple of my thought of as you as you were talking there and and one I've been guilty of you know as a manager is that thinking well no one can do this as good as I can mm-hmm. <laughs> and mm-hmm. I got challenged on that. It was, you know, nobody used the term head trash, but that's really what they were saying to me. Is like, um, I'm not sure that's really the case, and that might be a, a belief that you need to free yourself from to really uh, reach your potential as a manager. You know, because if you can't delegate as a manager, you're gonna be limited. You're never gonna achieve your total awesomeness. So that was one that I personally faced and still get challenged by. And I think there's a lot of them as a manager or an owner around your people. There's, and it kind of goes two ways, I think, where personally we can look at our own head trash and limiting beliefs, but then also understanding that others may have those. And, and as an owner or a manager, part of our role is to help unravel that and really get them to where they're now uh, moving past those limiting beliefs. So this can be a management tool, I think, as well. Exactly, exactly. You know, head trash also shows up in kind of in your confidence too, right? So something, you know, you have to know everything. That could be a technician. That was me when I was running a company with 400 people in it. Like you start to think you have to have all the answers to be the expert, right? But often in business, there are many ways to solve the same problem, right? Kind of like what you're saying, Matt. And sometimes, you know, if you stay curious, ask questions, and offer a different solution, you get a better result than just being the expert. Same with technicians, you know, um, thinking they have to to know every technical detail and kind of trying to to talk that high end technical to the customer. It's better, you know, to make sure you're asking questions too, and then and giving that feedback to the customers. Yeah, and I think this is sometimes why you see in more inexperienced workers. Sometimes they succeed at some of these things we've been trying to get our team members to do, like offering accessories, mm-hmm. because they, they don't know any better. They haven't had an experience. They're, they're new to it. And so they just try it. They don't have the head trash to deal with. All right. Um, and so I think that's one of the challenges is, you know, for folks that have either been in an industry or in a job or at a company. Sometimes that head trash accumulates and you've got to figure out how to deal with it. Yeah. Then you start to look and see, how does it hold us back, right? Mm-hmm. It, it limits us from reaching our true potential or our true awesomeness, right? So some examples of things that might be going on in, your, in our heads, right? I can't do that because I'm too old or I'm too young. I can't do that. I don't have the time. I'm too busy. I can't do that because I can't afford it. I can't do that because I make too many mistakes. I can't do that because I didn't go to college or technical school. I can't do that because I'm a woman or I'm a man, you know, because, because, because. But over and over again, if you look at that, if you believe you can't grow your business because you're too old, that's head trash. And guess what? You're not going to be able to grow your business. <laughs> and if you tell yeah. yourself you can't afford it, you know, you'll, you'll find that you don't have the money to do the things that you want to do. And if you believe you can't do it because you've made too many mistakes, go ask some of the billionaires out there how many mistakes they've made or other people in other industries, not just people with a lot of money. But if you, if you tell yourself that, you'll keep beating yourself up forever. It's okay to make mistakes. That's part of learning in life, and that's part of getting through your head trash because everybody makes mistakes and everybody has head trash. 
Yeah, we all of us do. Absolutely all of us. This is something um, since I learned this from you that I've started using with my kids, in fact, of challenging some of their their limiting beliefs about different things of like, just as you said, is that really the case or is that head trash? We can do these things. It's And it's okay to make mistakes. I think that's a really important point that you brought up there that not having head trash doesn't mean that we're perfect all the time. It, it means uh, we're just taking on the opportunity and being open to it and not being limited. So let me ask you this, John. You talked a little bit how it, it can hold us back as individuals with our lack of confidence and not reaching our true potential. How does our own head trash impact those that others that we might interact with? Yeah, it can cause um, issues with relationships, right? the dispatcher is sending me to that call and not sending the other guy to that call. It's a hard call. And why do I have to do it? Why don't they? They're picking on, you know, maybe they're picking me for that. And I don't understand why. So you start to get these thoughts about other people. So the, the relationships can break down. That's one of the reasons, you know, I learned this from Jennifer way back, you know, the, the one-on-one meetings with our service managers and service techs, to talk through the issues that are going on in a monthly part of it is talk through issues and opportunities as you go through the month. I saw the culture in our companies get better from one-on-one meetings because I think a lot of it is you have to have interaction. You have to understand what the other person's doing or what the leader's doing, right? Where you start to get this head trash about what we think is occurring and you get breakdowns in relationships. So, if you're not scheduling one-on-one meetings with your employees um, in a consistent manner, you probably have more head trash building up within your in your relationships and in your culture. So it can it can affect the relationships. It can affect the productivity of the company because of that. Yeah, I think that's a great point. The technician they may not even come to the office on a regular basis. So if if we're not reaching out to them or having regular meetings with them, like you said. Is it really a surprise that they might not understand why some things are happening or why they're getting selected for these calls and have some of that head trash develop? Exactly. Yeah. So I I think this is raising another important point here on this topic of head trash is that one way to limit that in our our company and our cultures and our families is just communicating on a regular basis so that we can all understand one another a little bit better and know that, oh, okay, yeah, this this dispatcher wasn't out to get me <laughs> on yeah. sending me these calls. You know, it's just someone else was sick that day and, and I was the one that was closest. And so I was the best fit for the job and I had the skills to, to do that. It's not always a case of uh, something bad happening. And if we communicate, we can prove on that. So I love that thought. Let me ask you now this, John. So we, we've got head trash. I think you, you've explained it really well on, on how it can limit us, you know, and how it can limit us in our relationships and even impact others. And as managers and owners, we have to kind of watch out for that. Is there a way to kind of clear the head trash that we have? Are there some tools that you could talk about? Yeah. Not that we can ever maybe clear it all out, but um, first thing is just kind of recognize that it exists and recognize that. I have it, Matt, I have it, <laughs> and uh, everybody has it. So 
identify what triggers your negative thoughts. What kind of sets them off? So even noting patterns or even a lack of a pattern, kind of start to track, you know, when you get in that mode. And then as you track it, try it, do everything you can to stop it. That it seems obvious, you know, but but it, it is. If you if you can start to teach yourself ways to stop it, you can do it. And sometimes it's, you know, affirmation. For some people, competitiveness will drive, you know, head trash. And if I'm in a competitive situation with another technician or with somebody else, it may drive thoughts that are, you know, negative. I'm not good enough or I can't do this. So find out what is causing that and then own it and look to, re to resolve why they're happening to you. So we, we got to kind of get a mentality of head trash. We, we can't live with it. So we have to find a way to live without it. So identify what's causing it. There'll be consistent patterns if you really start to look at it. Maybe even docu document those patterns when you feel them coming and start to work through it. Yeah, it's funny. You know, you and I, uh, when we're not on podcast episodes, we'll talk a little bit about college football. And, you know, we each have a favorite team and talk about that. And what you just said makes me think of the quarterback that throws the interception. Mm. And a lot of times the broadcasters will say after a quarterback throws interception is, oh, you got to have a short memory as a quarterback because you, you make that mistake. And so in the moment, he's got to clear out the head trash because if he goes back in thinking, well, my next pass is going to be an interception, that's probably going to come true. And then I think part two of what you said, it can also be there too, where then after the game, once the game's over, what are they going to do? They're going to go back and look at those throws and look at what happened, what caused the interception and really figure out, okay, what do I, what do I need to change so that I can improve on that and, and not get caught up in the head trash that I have? So our little college football discussions are paying dividends, John, is what I'm really saying. <laughs> That's right. That's right. <laughs> That, that plays a lot for the confidence we talked about earlier. You know, the head trash can cause you to lose confidence and lose your performance and not be real happy, healthy, wealthy, et cetera. Yeah. As a side note to our listeners, a few, I don't know how long ago it was, we, we did an episode where you talked about the growth mindset. That's coming to mind to me uh, as we're having this discussion as well. So that might be one for people to seek out and listen to after this one is the, is the growth mindset episode. Yeah, exactly. All right. Well, let me quickly review the tools for clearing our head trash. First step, recognize that it exists. I think that's important in so many things is just being aware of it and then identifying what may be triggering that for you. And then you can do some things to avoid those triggers or change those patterns. And then really, as you said, sounds pretty simple, but to stop, to stop it and figure out, okay, do I need to talk to myself more positively? Can I use competitiveness maybe in a positive way? You, you talked in about in a more negative connotation, but maybe I can see somebody doing something great and be like, well, if they can do it, why can't I do it? Right on, right on. Absolutely. So those are those are a couple tools. Um, anything else you you would add to that? I think those are the main ones. You know, you may have a person that helps you with that sometimes too. Maybe a mentor, maybe a spouse, maybe your manager that can help you with that when it's when it's when it's coming in and talking to them about it. 
And uh, I think we as mentors and leaders too, by using that term, can help people with it too, you know, to challenge a little bit, you know, I think like you said, I appreciate how you how you described that I did that, you know, challenging them in a, in a good way that helps them get through the head trash because that could be a real, um, you know, blessing to somebody if you can get help them get through that. It could really improve all aspects of their life. Yeah, that's that's what I was thinking as you as you were talking there is that that's when you know you have a true friend is when you have somebody that will challenge you on your limiting beliefs and help you uh, identify your head trash so you can deal with it. So, and I think you hit on this too, the owner, as owners and managers and trying to develop our team and build a culture in our company, we've got to be ready to, to do that and kind of help people work through that. And then of course, try to be the best example we can be on, on our own side. Now, John, the, the trash at my house gets picked up every Thursday morning. So, you know, we take it out to the curb once a week. How often do we need to take out our head trash? That's, that's, a, that's exactly how I was going to describe it. We need to take it out, take the trash out sooner rather than later. You know, just like your house, Matt, right? You know, our trash can pile, our head trash can pile up. You know, if we decide not to take out the trash in our house for a period of time, a week, two weeks, uh, you know, then the next week we said, I, I don't feel like taking out the trash. And next week and next, soon it turns into months and a year and trash starts to smell. So <laughs> we, need to, we need to take it out uh you need to take it out frequently, you know, um, and make sure that we're we're clearing that out. We're we're finding out where it's coming from. We're finding who we can, who can maybe help us with that. In my case, it's um, you know a couple mentors I have, and more than that, my wife. You know, I can talk to her about things that are getting in my head, and she'll challenge me on it, and they will too, and and, and get through it. So you know, I encourage everyone to find out where it's coming from, and if you can't identify and get through it yourself, you know, find somebody that can help you with that. We, 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 we just did a, um, a profit launch and, um, I had six companies in a live event and, um, <laughs> two of the owners described uh, a big part of coaching and helping them get through their head trash. I, I really like that we can help people with that as coaches and challenge them in a way that helps them get through it, improves their business, improves their lives. And, I know, I know all the BDR coaches. I know we're all, that is a big part of why we love doing what we do. Yeah, that's the rewarding part when you see people start to reach their potential and their businesses reach their potential. And, and certainly I know all of our coaches have that desire and, and that's what really motivates us here at BDR. Absolutely. All right. I think this was a, a great discussion on on head trash. I, I love the term. It's it's attention getting, and it really to me just connects like head trash. Okay, we got to take out the trash. So I love the the discussion here, John. Any final thoughts that you would have for our listeners? Now think about how you can use this in your business or in your personal life to to help yourself to help. To help your kids, your partner, your spouse, um, your employees, you know, because like we said, everybody has it, no matter if you're young or a grandparent, everybody has it. Right? So when we see it occurring, when we see that salesperson, that's um, there's something holding them back from their top performance, or you hear those kind of comments that just don't make sense. Maybe the rallying cry could be, 
Is that reality or is that head trash? Is that reality or is that head trash? I love it. John, thank you so much once again for being on the podcast. Thank you again for having me, Matt. Enjoyed it. All right. And please uh, check out John's earlier episode on developing a growth mindset. Thank you, John. And thanks everyone for listening. We will catch you next time.